It's morning. It's a show. Sometimes it's about woodworking. It's the Woodworking Morning Show. typing hi everybody good morning everyone <laughs> it is friday it's the morning show and i'm mark and i'm nicole and we're gonna talk at you for a little bit talking <laughs> something everybody th- thought something i've taken for granted all my life <laughs> everybody uh they were talking in the chat saying i bet you mark's voice is different it's not yeah i sound more like Ramona. This, let me- hey everybody <laughs> Welcome to my show. I'm going to give you a little taste of what two weeks of Mark not supposed to talk, uh, talking is like. Sounds a lot like me talking. Stop talking. <laughs> me saying, stop talking. Stop talking. It's really stop difficult. Talking. You have two young kids. I know, I know. Uh, people talk to you. Yeah. And then there's this expectation that you reciprocate with the talking. Yeah. And you talk back. Yeah. And you're like, stop talking. It's like. Stop talking. <clears throat> well, you got, he had a little app on his phone that he would type out what he wanted to say. Yeah. And it would. Say. A little text-to-speech thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here. Let me give you a little <laughs> sample of that. <laughs> it was, uh... I got used to it. Poopy butt. Here we go. But sometimes he wouldn't pronounce things correctly. Poopy butt. Poopy butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we're back. We are. Uh, but we do have a announcement about a schedule change. Uh, one of the tricks with, with this whole voice issue that I have is constant, um, you know, phlegm in my throat. And you guys have heard me uh, clear my voice a lot on the show. That's much worse in the mornings. Anyone who suffers from this kind of post-nasal drip knows that uh, generally mornings are worse than evenings. Honestly, I'm worse in the morning. Well, so that's a whole different thing, Nicole. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Uh, so we have decided at least temporarily to move this wonderful morning show to the evening in a semi-temporary, possibly permanent. And we're, and we're changing the name to It's Morning Somewhere yeah. Woodworking it technically, Show. It technically, maybe it'll be like an Australian yeah, morning yeah. show. Just for you, Ness. Yeah. We're, so we're, we're not changing the logo. We're not changing the name. Nothing funny like that. Uh, it's going to be the Woodworking Morning Show. We're just doing it at night. There you go. And maybe if we decide that that's like our permanent time slot, I don't know, maybe in a year mm-hmm. we'll do something different to yeah, change yeah. the name. We may go back to we're mornings. Testing it. Yeah, we're... we're we're going to throw some spaghetti on the wall and see if it sticks. I love spaghetti. Mm. Hey, you guys want to see something funny? Anyone uh, follow me on social media? Saw this yesterday. This is my uh, my new design for, a, uh, an for, I- for an iPhone, iPhone holder. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, only well, one person. Only one person took me seriously. One. Well, that post. it's now after April 1st. So That's people true. If they will saw look it at today. it and be like, Ugh. Yeah. So I posted that. <laughs> I posted that, and uh, it's painted walnut. It's actually scraps. Ava painted it. it, it well, it's scraps from a couple of projects yeah. that were sitting around. Ava wanted to build something. I saw these two pieces. I'm like, all right, let's glue these together. Let's put a screw here. And when it was done, it had a little piece of bent laminated mm-hmm, cutoff mm-hmm. material. So it wasn't actually bent. It was just laminated. And, uh, and the screw was in a perfect position that I just grabbed my phone. I was like... Oh, this is actually a really cool tablet holder. Uh, so yeah, so then Ava painted it up. Yeah, and she loves it. It made a funny. She's very, April very proud. Uh, Matthew Millie is doing okay. 
Ah, um, poor Millie. Our, our pup Millie, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw my post. She's she's having a rough go right now. She's lost some weight. We're getting some, we had blood work done. We had x-rays done. We had a biopsy done. Pet owners know when the signs, oh. when the signs are there and you start to know it's, it's getting to be that time. So yeah. Um, what's going to make this one really, really rough uh, is Ava. Well, um, I cried all day yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. Ava adores. <laughs> she adores this dog, and it's going to be too. tough times. Yeah. Okay. So, so while we were gone, uh, I did do a block plane video. Uh, so if you haven't been to the website in a while or the oh, YouTube yeah, channel, right. uh, it's a block plane tune-up. Uh, well, okay. Let's be fair about this. It was a brand new block plane, a Stanley block plane, about forty dollars. Uh, it's a shame that these things don't come like just ready to go. They actually mm-hmm. do need tuning up. Imagine selling products like that. Yeah. Imagine you buy a car brand new off the lot. You got to change the oil. And then you got to change the oil, right? <laughs> or change the tires. Yes. That's what it's like buying a Stanley block plane. Grind, grind the hood down. <laughs> yeah. Flatten that hood down. So I, I, I didn't mention this, but I did, did it, did I put it up? Yeah, I did put it up. What? So I, so Amazon, oh. so we have an Amazon store. Uh, if you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the wood whisperer and I've been right slowly building it over the years and they Amazon keeps adding cool features to it. So um, there's shoppable photos of the shop and they just added a feature where I can upload basically Amazon reviews. Yeah. So I uploaded the Stanley Block plane since you bought it from Amazon mm-hmm. along with um, some chopped up guild meetings. Yeah, we've done a lot of product stuff. Yeah, we have. So it's very specific. Cool. So if you, it's only in the US store right now, I need to check the UK store and the uh, Canadian store to see if I have the ability to upload videos there. Um, But right now the the US store is where those videos are. So you can actually watch that whole router video right there. Right there on Amazon. Right there on Amazon, it's kind of cool. Um, just, we forgot to mention, uh, Richard Clements mm-hmm. said, uh, so Mark is going to be taking on... What's going on with that? Oh, look at that display. Something's not right there. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to fix that. Uh, hold on. Something just got messed up. <clears throat> Centering, um, maybe? No, it's, it's got to be the size. Is that better? Oh, I don't know. What's, I'm not going to touch that anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just updated the software. Um, so yeah, we're not taking on Matt. Uh, Matt does his live show yeah, he does uh, with Friday. Lindsay on Friday evenings. What we didn't say was Thursday. 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 This is going to be a Thursday evening show. I thought we show. did say that, but maybe we I didn't. don't recall us saying that. All right. Here, let me see if it works now. I'll, I'll update all the calendars. <laughs> it's totally messed up. Okay, guys. <laughs> it's on, off center. <laughs> on screen comments will not happen today on the show because clearly that software update jacked it up. Okay. Hey, we got a super chat before we even went live. Oh, shnikes. Did you see that? Uh, nope. It's from uh, Doug Wall. I wish they would let me sort. And you just got to go to the very top. He was the very one of the very first comments. Okay. So if you just well, I can't put it up. We anyway. can't put it up anyway. But there's the comment. It's near print. It says, "Do you have any experience with quick change collets mm. for your routers or CNC spindle? Any recommendations?" And that's okay. when I asked you about the muscle chuck because isn't that quick change? Well, I think it depends on how you define a quick change. Yeah. Uh, the muscle chuck is something that I bought for our router and I would love to have one for the CNC as well. Um, it definitely speeds things up. It's basically turning like a double wrench kind of operation where you knock your knuckles together uh, into something where you're just using a little Allen wrench to tighten it up. Right there. Uh, works really well and we did a guild video so Nicole's got that on the that Amazon store. Yeah, it's called the muscle, muscle chuck, chuck. Muscle chuck Amazon review. 
And if you're a guild member, it was under the Cool Tools guild meeting. Yeah. Um, but I just took out just there that one piece. <coughs> Excuse me. But is, also, is that all you do for a quick That's release? all I know of. Yeah. There might be something else, but that's all I'm aware Maybe of. Maybe the or chat that, I, can that I've recommend. got some experience with. Uh, we also have a giveaway today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Parcel Safety is a company that makes uh, respirators, masks. They make all kinds of other things, dust masks. Uh, I've got a couple here. Uh, there's a story behind it, but we have three of these to give mm -hmm. away. Two regular uh, half mask, I guess they would call that half face, half mm -hmm. mask respirators, um, you know, equivalent to what you see me use on the show all the time. Uh, and then also a smaller format dust mask. Three are available for What's the giveaway. Parcel? We're going to do that toward the end of the show. P-A-R-C-I-L-Safety.com. Parcel. And we'll get to that after some questions. I. There you go. Hmm. Well, I'm really out of uh, out of sync here with, with the show. Uh, thank yous. We haven't oh, thanked yeah. anybody. So, We're so um, off. It's been a couple of weeks, so give <laughs> us a break. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. So we want to thank some people who helped us out, helped support the show financially, which is always appreciated. Just showing up is certainly all you really need to do uh, and listening and watching. Uh, Patreon.com slash Whisper is one of the places you can go to help support the show, but also right on YouTube, um, depending on what device you're on, you may or may not see a join button uh, under the video, and that allows you to sign up as a, a member, they call mm -hmm. it. Uh, and it's basically a volunteer subscription that helps support the show. There you go. We want to thank Dave Palmer, Andy Mor Moran, Ken Miller, Dave Satan Satanto, John Donovan, Brad Quaid, 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 Ben Price, Bob Osborne, Brian Shores, Stephen Mason, and the wood father, Mario. Now I'm going to say it Mario because when I grew up in New Jersey with a father named Mario yep. and a brother named Mario, their names were Mario. Yep. But then I started playing Nintendo games and then all of a sudden everybody was calling Mario Mario yep. and I couldn't understand this. Uh, and now that I've moved away from Jersey, I call him Mario too. Yep. And it really bothers me. So, Because we call like my, my brother was yep. Little Mare. Little Mare. Like not Little Mar. He Mar. was Little Mare. Right? It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. So thank you, Mario. Thank you to everyone that, that supports the show. All right. Let's Even do the ones a... that we didn't list. Yeah. Well, a lot of people... Oh, parcel safety is in the house. Oh, there you go. I'm going to try to put that on the screen. Nope. <laughs> it's just a black bar. we got to figure that out. <laughs> I promise we're more uh, professional than this. <laughs> no, we're not. Not at all. Okay. Uh, let's get to Ken Coyle's question. Uh, he says, welcome back. Jointer question. I think it's common knowledge that parallelogram jointers are better than dovetail jointers because the beds never need to be shimmed, which tends to be necessary on dovetail ways. Uh, but the cost for that convenience is a um, both a more expensive machine and a bigger footprint on the floor. I have a tiny shop and floor space is a premium. How much of a difference is there really? Is it worth the added price in dollars and floor space to get a pal parallelogram instead of a dovetail jointer? Are there other considerations, excuse me, besides the eventual need to shim the beds uh, on the dovetail version? Well, it's kind of a personal question, right? It's how much work you want to put into it. Uh, dovetail way beds on jointers have been shimmed and calibrated before. It's not like it's something you can't do. It's a little bit more work. Now, the good thing is most of the time, once you do that, you're good for a while. Uh, I would say most people would say that like the parallelogram style stay calibrated longer than a traditional one, but it isn't like, it's just maybe a couple days of work to get that thing back into full calibration. So yeah, it's a huge pain in the butt. I, I, I would liken this to kind of like um, thinking of the dust collection uh, piping, Nordfab, right? Nordfab dust collection pipe, uh, it's an insanely expensive. It's a mm -hmm. huge expense. But if you've ever tried to put up 
regular piping and you're cutting sheet metal or whatever all the other fittings are that you have to use, uh, it's a huge pain in the butt. But once you do it, it's done, right? So that NordFab stuff really only proves its value if you have to move and change your configuration uh, more than once. Um, if you're just doing a set it and forget it kind of thing, it's not really worth all that money for something like NordFab. So same thing with the jointer is if you can get it calibrated and it pretty much for the most part doesn't go anywhere, it stays in one place and it's a decent quality machine, it'll probably stay calibrated for a good long time and you may not have to confront those issues again for quite a while. So I can't answer that question for you. If you're like me and the thought of calibrating a jointer with shimming dovetail ways kind of makes you want to, um, I don't know, pull Nicole, Nicole's ponytail out of her hair. That's clippy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if it makes you really upset, uh, irrationally so, uh, then you might want to justify that for the sake of convenience, right? But if floor space is a premium, maybe budget is, uh, is a concern, you will get some great woodworking done with an older style dovetail way style jointer. Uh, going back to the, the quick change, uh, Walker Westbrook, Westbrook, are uh -huh. quick change router collets a thing for standard routers? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm still trying to define what a quick change right. collet looks like for a router and whether that muscle chuck qualifies as that. Right. I don't think that it necessarily does, gotcha. but I can say it makes it faster. Mm -hmm. So this is a chat room yeah, thing. Maybe the chat can help us. Yep. Uh, Nick Gutterman says, what's your opinion on pre-finished plywood before cutting and building cabinets or shelves with? I think it's great. I mean, pre-finished saves you a whole lot of time. You don't have um, to finish it, right? Well, those are, you, are those are pre-finished cabs up there, those uppers. Okay. It's great because the inside is already finished, yeah, right? Okay. And then I just put some doors on them. So I think in, in the right context, in the right use case, uh, pre-finished cabinets or pre-finished plywood is fantastic. Okay, Dave Sotano, so, so, so Tonto says, can you try to pronounce my name the way Matt Cremona would? <laughs> sure. Uh, Dave... Johnson. Dave Johnson. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Cole Mason. Um, My collection of router accessories continues to grow rapidly. <laughs> Even accessories for those accessories. What are your favorite router accessories? Okay, so here's the problem, Cole. You you already have accessories, you like accessories, and you're asking you're asking me about accessories. Like you're really into these router accessories. Uh, honestly, more so than I am. My favorite accessory is probably my edge guide. The one that came, you know, with the, the router, I used that the most. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, bits, can you call that an accessory for a router? I don't know. Um, I do have a quite extensive collection of router bits. We're talking about routers a lot today. Yeah, it's on... Uh, I got another question here about it's routers. It's on everybody's mind. Um, you know, most of the stuff I do with a router, it's going to be like an add-on, shop-made add-on, like a trammel arm would be a good example. Um Here's an accessory I don't know. I mean, it depends on what router you have. If you've got the, like, Festool, for instance, you have this kind of built into it. It is a dust shroud that makes for very effective dust collection. Uh, Oneida, a couple years ago, came out with a add-on that works with just about any standard router uh, that gives you that kind of dust collection. It's really, really good. So if you're concerned about dust, that's a great accessory to add. Oh, Ness, just a super chat. So it says, good day, Spags. Welcome back. Did the postman come today? No? Mm, no, not yet. No? Did you send something, Ness? We'll have to look. I have to look. Um, yeah, I think, Ness, the, uh, I don't know if you were here at the beginning, but the show might be at a better time for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it might be a little bit earlier for you. Okay, Kim. Kim says, if you could take three furniture designers to dinner, 
alive or dead, mm. who would you take and why? That's a well, good I would certainly prefer them all to be alive. Yes. At the dinner table. Yeah, Otherwise, we don't, zombies. Gets a little stinky. Gets a little weird. A little weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing is, if you guys follow me for any length of time, you know that I'm not big on design. I mean, I respect design. I love people who are who have that skill set. But the sort of people who really get in and focus in on, like, who did this and mm. who did that and who invented this, like, that's not my focus. So my answers are going to be uh, very, I guess you would, like, say surface level. Right? I'm not going to yeah. take you too deep down the design rabbit hole here in woodworking. I'm just going to talk to the, the people who are most influential to me. Sure. One of those would be David Marks. Um, I've had many dinners with David Marks, <laughs> so that might seem silly, but he's one of my favorite people in the world. He's awesome. Uh, he inspires me quite a bit. He and his wife are both just fantastic people. Uh, Sam Maloof. Mm -hmm. I think the problem with that conversation, it he be like, where's my money, man? <laughs> he's like, you're making a chair and you're selling in a guild. I'd like some of that money. Um, but Sam Maloof has been a huge influence just in his organic shaping of parts mm -hmm. you know um that was a huge influence on on things that i've done and then of course can we do a twofer on this sure the green brothers oh yeah right what about the hall brothers charles and henry green uh well the hall brothers were the builders they're not necessarily i mean i'm sure they had a good a significant amount of input into some of the design work but i don't think that they are necessarily credited for the most part as designers it's the green brothers that did most of it um, but the hall brothers you can see some of the things that they built that were not green designs that look like green designs. So I, I often wonder just how much uh, the builder influenced the the end result there. Um, Sorry, I needed that for a minute. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, so I would I would have to uh, you know pull up a second chair for the second Green oh, Brother. Man. Two of my videos were rejected. Oh dang it! <laughs> the... it must be the ones where I didn't have pants on. No, <laughs> no. your favorite woodworking books it was YouTube versus books. I didn't think you referenced anything. Uh, maybe. Well, maybe because the topic is YouTube. Yeah, maybe. A little competition going on there. But it, it promotes like a ton of books. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's see here. I got a question from. You, you have more questions? I have yep. more questions. RB. Uh, RB says, hope to be able to tune in tomorrow. Trying to figure out one solution for a pizza cutter, the rocker style, huh. to keep fingers safe from the blade for storage. Easy solution is to get a piece of tubing and cut it, but I'm thinking more of a knife block solution. Well, uh, because we all need more wood in our lives. Mm -hmm. We do indeed. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the, I don't really know for sure of a great solution for this, but I'm going to tell you to look into like Ulu knives. If you've ever seen those, they are smaller, right? I think the big problem with the pizza cutter is it's huge. So getting a base for that uh, with a nice kerf cut into it might be a little bit tricky. But look into Ulu knives and the storage solutions for those. You could probably find something that you could adapt and increase in size to make it work for a pizza cutter, a rocker style pizza cutter. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, speaking of my rejected Paramatic video, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys catch the uh, the video that came out? Paramatic's 100. Oh. 100 anniversary. I was going to say I should have played it. But I shouldn't play it. No. It's seven minutes long. It is very, very long. It is a long yeah. video. Did you put it on Instagram? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is it on, is it a uh, story? Not story. Well, stories. it shows up in my feed, gotcha. but it's an IGTV. IGTV. Yeah, so. seven minutes of slow motion. So, yeah. In if, the dark in my shop. If you if you haven't seen, Paramedic yeah. is celebrating their 100-year anniversary this year. And uh, they came out and filmed Mark building the C table 
and did a special. Oh, you did a special yeah, John, one. Yeah, John C. Table. And uh, there's gonna they're doing a whole year of stuff, and in fact, they're going to be doing some giveaways, which includes, I think, the coffee table, right? Yeah. So I think so. I think. I guess they haven't announced the giveaways yet, but. But it's crazy because I had people who saw that and are like didn't necessarily think that the whole thing was shot here. Yeah. Like they thought some of it came from somewhere else. And it's like 100% no, it of that video here. was all filmed here. Mm -hmm. And it was super weird to have the lights off, but they wanted that sort of dramatic lighting. Mm -hmm. um, and generally I look better in the dark. <laughs> Most people say that. So I was okay. <laughs> I'll put a link to uh, Mark's uh, Instagram uh, IGTV, the, it's the first video. If, you, if you're if you curious about it, you can uh, go check it out. <laughs> okay, Sean Lund, Lund says, currently building two cabinets, uh, finishes to be painted to go on both sides of my fireplace in the basement. Carcass construction is a typical Baltic birch and I'm getting ready to start the face frames. I was planning on using some finger jointed pre-primed one by pine uh, due to a few reasons. Finger jointed boards are fairly stable, low cost and the structure is going to be painted. I'm starting to second-guess this decision as I see many suggest the use of poplar or soft maple. Is the durability really that improved between them that would uh, I would notice the difference in this low-use application? I thought of asking Shannon, but my eyes glaze over somewhere between tracheid structure and Jenka. <laughs> and I really can't ask Matt because I don't feel like making the face frames out of crotch and epoxy. Okay. I, I like that. Uh, I like his spicy sauce at the mm -hmm. end. That little topping. <laughs> spicy sauce. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the question, bottom line is, uh, using some kind of pre-made, uh, pre-primed pine material for face frames versus something like poplar and maple or soft maple. Yes, there's a durability difference there. Um, but I've got cabinets in my house. A huge amount of alder has been used. This was before we moved in. It wasn't my choice. Uh, but it's stained alder. And we have tons of cabinetry that is made with that stuff. And alder is pretty soft too. I don't know if it's exactly as soft as pine, but it's on that order. It's about the same. Uh, it's not a big deal. It's face frames for cabinetry. So unless you anticipate lots of collisions of hard things with the face frame material, I don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal. So I would say go with the pine if that makes sense to you. And these are low-use applications, decorative shelves and cabinets that just look great next to a fireplace. I don't think you're necessarily gonna see the benefit. There is a benefit in durability, but I don't know that you're gonna confront that benefit and, and actually see it and uh, take advantage of it with what you describe with your setup. So I said go with the pine. Just wanted to say thank you to Jeremy Long for joining the, uh, the YouTube member bonus show. Because we do a bonus show after this one's we over. Do. After show where we talk. Some call it the boner show, Nicole. <laughs> No one calls that it someone that. someone is me. No one calls it <laughs> Yeah, me and, uh, I don't know, let me pick somebody out of the, and Nightbot. <laughs> Nightbot. Me and Nightbot call it the, the boner show. All right, I got a question here from uh, Carrie Day. As you know, power tools can add up to money, big money. Money, money, money. Uh, what is your suggestion in regards to the order of purchasing the bigger ticket items? I know the answer to this. Go ahead, answer it, Nicole. Um, what do you need? There you go. What do you need first? Drill press, bandsaw, planer, jointer? I think, you know, for me, I find the table saw very important, but I had a change in perspective on this. When, when we when, did. When Nicole and I worked together to make that blanket ladder, which is a video coming out next week. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's on the, on the schedule for next week. Uh, I had a table saw and yeah. I was going to start this beginner series because the table saw is very important to me. Um, I was going to start that series with that table saw as part of that tool set. 
But then when I put my wife in the shop and said, here, tool novice, enjoy this table saw, suddenly I changed my tune. I thought of it differently. And I thought, no, I don't want her on the table saw yet. I I didn't want to be on the table saw yet. Would she be very comfortable? My, my comfort level is not there. And I want her experience in the shop not to be scary. I want her to feel like she's got control and to work up to the, you know, the intimidation factor that comes with a table saw. Um, so that has really changed what I feel the first tool should be for someone who's a beginner. I still think the table saw, it's always been said in the past, and I agree with it, that the table saw for many people is the heart of the workshop. And I think it's an important tool. But if you're a true like right in the, like right out the gate beginner, I don't know that I would recommend that table saw. Mm-hmm. I think there are other things that make more sense. Uh, so what did we use on that project? We used a miter saw. It was the miter saw, yeah. right? That was the most, un, it was unintimidating. It, would, it allowed us to use pre-bought material and cut it to length very easily. We did some miter cuts mm-hmm. on there. We had a handsaw as well in this build, a drill, right? But if you're getting into this fine woodworking thing and you really think that woodworking is like something you're gonna wanna stick with for a while, I do think that table saw should be high on that list. And then for me, I don't like buying pre-milled stock. I wanna be able to mill my stock to the size I want. I wanna be able to buy it knowing it's not flat and then flatten it myself so that everything I start with is square, flat, and straight. So I need a jointer and a planer. If I had to choose between those two, I'd get the planer first and the jointer second, uh, because you could still do some jointing operations with a table saw. Um, you can't necessarily do that with uh, with the planer. Excuse me. So, <laughs> drinking a lot of stuff okay. here, Nicole. Right. Uh, so I would go with the planer first, then the jointer. And to me, that's a fundamental, I call it the trifecta, mm-hmm. right? It's the fundamental set of tools that allows you to buy rough stock, mill it to size, cut it, do joinery, just about everything you need to do. Everything else from that point on, I think comes next. I think the bandsaw, depending on the work you wanna do, you might put that higher in the list, but I do think I would add that after the trifecta, personally. Um, Again, it's just personal preference and what you plan to build that's really gonna dictate this. And that's where it goes back to the original short answer is what do you need? Like, what are you building? Mm -hmm. What does the work necessitate? And then start there. Hey, you wanna say hi to your son in the chat room? Is Mateo here? (laughs) Pizza bite in the house. Hey, uh, Mateo does occasionally. He hasn't done any in a while. Um, but if they click on his name, will they go to his channel? Uh, does that chat work that way? I don't know how, how it works. Okay. If you, if you could find Pizza Bite on YouTube and you'll see the um, avatar <laughs> is actually a little Pizza Bite. That's my son's YouTube account, which obviously he doesn't put a lot. He says hi. Yeah, hi, buddy. <laughs> he doesn't put a lot on there, but he has done some playthrough videos yeah. with uh, Nintendo games. I showed up on one of them. It's it's all for fun, guys. It's all fun. But he likes it when he sees subscribers. So you yeah. want to go to Pizza Bite on a, on YouTube and subscribe? He would love that. <laughs> He's probably smiling huge right now. All right, got a question here from Mike <clears throat> Dinero. 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 Uh, this topic has come up before sure. on your Wood Talk recently. But did you see any sag on your Danino? Danino, sorry, Danero. You just, you just see the name you want to see, Nicole. Yeah, I kind of do. Um, so again, he knows it came up before. Any sag on your router table? I have a... Phenolic? Phenolic. Jessam? Thanks for pronouncing that. I didn't mm-hmm. know what to say. Uh, and was seen... Was it negative? 20,000? Yeah, it's at 20,000 20, sag. Uh, when I had a Jessam, mm-hmm. I actually did have sag. Uh, they sent me support 
things like little aluminum um, extrusion, extrusion deals that would screw up to the underside to provide a little bit of extra support. Those actually helped quite a bit. Um, but I don't have the Jessam anymore. I've got a Incra. And 5,000. Uh, no, that's uh, oh. a table saw. <laughs> I don't know. I just add numbers to Thanks. it. Good job, though. Good try. <laughs> um, so I, I'll tell you what. I haven't actually taken a straight edge to the router table, and I'll tell you why. There's a point where you start measuring things and you go, oh, that's out. Oh, I can't use it. That's not good. And that can kind of distract you from the reality, which is sometimes that doesn't matter as much as we think it does. So I'm not, I'm not criticizing your um, uh, pursuit of, of finding a flatter table. You should absolutely do that. I'm just defending the reason why I haven't even checked mine um, is because until I see a problem and I see something that tells me there's a problem here, I'm not too worried about it. Um, the other thing is a lot of times if you have a good insert plate in there for the lift, that's always going to be flat, right? So if you're doing smaller stuff, uh, that's not a problem. If you do really long stuff that spans the whole table, then you do sometimes have a little bit of an issue. Um, so yeah, uh, it's common. Look into it. Look into providing some supplemental support. Try to get that flatness there as much as you can. But I have seen it in the past. I don't know what my current situation is. It's flat enough that I haven't seen a problem. I can tell you that. Nicholas has a question. Good morning. <clears throat> do you ever... Did you ever finish your blacker house chair? I just finished the class and have have the chair to finish. You finished it. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's even, um, we might even have it's a video. It's in the office, right? A video or a article yeah, on I our think website. It, yeah, I think it might be an article. Because I did. I took the class. I think I documented some of the class in photos. And then I came home and finished it, and I might have documented a little bit more of that. I can't recall exactly what I did. Uh, did you take it at uh, William Ng School? I think that might be the, one of the only places that offers a blacker house class, blacker house chair class. <laughs> Your son is asking to be a mod in the chat room. Sorry, buddy. No. Mateo, <laughs> you are not getting moderator privileges in our chat room. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you, but no. Uh, yeah, it was a video. Yeah. Okay. Green uh, and green blacker yeah, yeah. house chair. I'll put a link in uh, the chat to the... 2014. Yeah, 2014. Hey so I'll put a link to that in the chat room. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Little Work Woodshop. Man, I, I wish I could get the questions on the screen. Hi, Mark. What is your view on the dado stack being a safe method to use? It's safe when used properly. Yep. Um, it, it can, you know, it's, it's a lot of metal moving fast, right? So if you don't take precautions, it could be a problem. It's like the, the same thing with a shaper, right? A shaper versus a router table. Shapers tend to be more intimidating because they tend to be more powerful. They're moving bigger cutter heads. It's a whole deal. Um, but I use a dado on any cabinet project and also for joinery. So to me, like I know in, in Europe, I'm pretty sure you can't get dado stacks. Um, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case, right? I don't know. I don't yeah, just Europe. for see, you don't? Nope. I had no idea. I don't. If you ever go there, say hi to my brother. Okay, I will. You'll probably run into him. <laughs> I always say that to people. They love it. Uh, but dado stacks are really important for my woodworking, so I'd be lost without one. I don't think there is an inherent safety issue, but like any tool, you have to know how it works. You have to know the do's and don'ts and exercise those properly. Mm. Uh, question from Jesus. What's, what are good filters for an I, th I don't know if he means 3M. He says mm -hmm. M3 mask for paint. The organic filter cartridges mm -hmm. for paint. Um, you know, paint is going to off-gask, and the little, they're usually black, color-coded black, um, but they would be referred to as their organic vapor cartridges. Uh, those would work just fine for paint. 
the I can put it in our Amazon store. Is it which one is that? No. I'm guessing it's 3M. There you go. That one. Oh, the black one. one. Yeah. Whoa, that's expensive. Well, you might be it's it's Amazon. Oh yeah. So you could be buying like a hundred that of them. and a PS5. Oh, it says three. <laughs> Because it's Amazon and it's, people can do whatever they want. It's 30 pairs of them. Okay, so yeah, okay. just the regular black organic vapor cartridges. I'm gonna, I'm just going to add it to the store just so you know which one he's talking about. So if you head over to um, Amazon.com slash shop slash The Wood Whisperer, it'll be underneath the Friday Live section, and you'll at least see the one that he's talking about. Yeah. You also could, depending on your situation, like let's say you're painting a house, you got the windows open so you have ventilation and you want just a little bit of extra protection. Um, they make the pink respirators that are just normally particulate. They actually make those with what they call organic vapor relief. I don't know exactly how they do it, whether there's like a it's layer those. of- Yep. Whether there's like a layer of carbon in there, like carbon paper in there or something. I have no idea how it's done. Uh, but we use that in the shop here. And if I just go out and spray a little bit with a spray can, I don't put on the full cartridges. I just keep the regular pink ones on. So if we're talking about a situation where it's not an excessive amount of fumes, you're not trapped in a closed environment and you have a little bit of fresh air, but you still want to protect yourself, you don't need to have the full cartridges on. You could probably get away with the organic vapor relief. We also call those fart blockers <laughs> pink one. in the shop pink ones i call them the pink ones i put it i put the link <laughs> yeah. to it in the chat <laughs> or great timing on this hey yeah let's move let's away from a, 3m and talk yeah. about another company that you could be buying this stuff from because they make comparable uh things that's called parcel safety parcel Nicole. safety and we do have a giveaway we do three things three giveaways and i'm going to give you a slight caveat here i have worn two of them not extensively, but I had to wear them to try, try them, them out. because I can't advertise or talk about a product if I don't actually use it. Uh, I just can't get a perspective They've been for it, cleaned. Right? They've been cleaned. So no, they haven't. Oh, they will be. Cleaned. They will be cleaned. <laughs> hey, full disclosure here. I don't want anybody getting my face germs. All right, so I'm going to switch cameras here and show you what we've got to work with. All right, so one of them is brand new. Uh, I could tell you what happened here. I have to give you, you know, the full history on this. They contacted me on Instagram, uh, very nice people, and they said, are you interested? And I mm -hmm. said, well, here's the, here's the thing. I am a longtime proponent and fan of a, another brand, and it would be very difficult for me to just suddenly say, this is the brand you guys should all go to. I have to try it. I have to find out why it's better and truly determine that it is better before I tell people they should go buy sure, that product, sure, sure. right? So they sent me a couple of samples and that's what we have here. So check this out. This is their half mask respirator. You've got the vapor cartridges on here. They just kind of pop in like that. You got a nice little rubber seal in there. Are they on Amazon? I don't know if they're on Amazon. I think they sell direct, yeah? I do not know for sure. I can't, I don't see it. So these- But I might uh, not be. Well, go to, looking. just send them to the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. They're also giving you guys a 25% um, <clears throat> yep. off coupon. Mark 25, good for Trying two weeks. I actually, they, they posted out. it in the chat room and I made it a pin. Yeah, okay, so that's a twist on. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm trying to pull these off and it's a twist on. So here you got your cartridges, you know, very similar format. You have a little particulate filter that goes in front of the cartridge there. That'll help you with your dust. These guys just kind of drop in. Oh, they do have it on Amazon. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw these in. A, oh yeah, look. They got a whole page on Amazon. They got the full fa can, face can mask. You, can you use a um, coupon code on Amazon? I don't think you can use a coupon code. Oh. It's Mark 25 by the way, right? Yep, the Mark 25. 
So anyways. They have the, the filters that you're showing right now. Even though I did try this on and wear it for a period of time to test it, still have the tag on there. So it's gonna look brand new. But I will, I will, I honestly will disinfect this and just make sure it is suitable for someone else to this wear. This is the T, is this the T61 or the T60? Uh, let me look at the box. Looks like T60. T60. All right, so here is one that is new. I did have to open it because I needed to look at something. So here, here's what I found. Before I go into the more detail on this, I want to make sure everyone understands why this is not my new respirator. These things fit differently on different people, right? And they have a one-size-fits-all. Other brands will have small, medium, large, right? This is a one-size-fits-all. And what I found, you guys can see, I got a very narrow, oblong head. This did not fit my face in a way that I liked. I wound up having a little bit of an air gap between my nose and my cheekbone, and that was not good for me. So unfortunately for my face shape, this did not work out for me. So I, I could not, um, you know, I could not uh, switch over to something like this, but it is comfortable. This is very plush and squishy, right? I tried it on Nicole's head because she's got a big wide head. I, yeah, it was fine for me. I go this way, Nicole very, goes this no, way. It fit me just fine because yeah, I got the cheeks. Look at those cheekbones, baby. <laughs> Let's make her face red. <laughs> so uh, it fit Nicole very well. If you have a skinny face like mine, I'll be honest, you might not, I mean, you might not have a problem, but I did have a, a bit of a challenge with the fit. That said, the, the quality of this thing is fantastic. It's absolutely top notch. It just isn't right for me, All right? So I've got two of these, one partially used and disinfected, one brand new, and then this, right? One thing I was really interested in was this dust only mask because it's, look how small it is. It's so low profile. I think I saw, were you wearing it? I did wear it for tried, a period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wanted to test it out. And I actually kind of loved it. It was pretty fantastic. The only reason I don't want it is because now it would be an additional mask system in the shop in addition to the one I've already got. So I think this is better off being in someone else's possession. And I think if you just, here we go. I think this guy <clears throat> just pops off like this, it's hinged and you have this little filter, pleated filter deal that goes in there, pop it on and you're good to go. This is very, here, I'll bring it up here and show you this one again, has not been disinfected yet. Goes on like this, very low profile. You don't have anything, you know, sticking out to the side. It's mm -hmm. very, very lightweight. So for long periods of time, this is gonna be a pretty comfortable uh, respirator to have on or a dust mask. Uh, so we are gonna have three winners. Nicole, just pick. I'm gonna do one. I thought you were gonna tell them a, a word. I'm gonna give them a word. Okay. But I'm gonna give them one word and you're gonna pick yeah, yeah, yeah. winners from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word. <laughs> the word. Is parcel. So if you want a chance to win How do you, P, one of these three. P-A-R-C-I-L. You need to type the word parcel, the name parcel. Yeah, I know. P-A-R-C-I-L. Nicole, I'm talking to them. <laughs> okay. I may be looking at you, but I'm talking to them. Are you new to this? Yeah, I am. P-A-R-C-I-L in the chat room. You have a, a what? Three opportunities here. Yep, I'm gonna pick three winners. Uh, I'll give time because there's a slight delay with the live, so. We'll give it a couple seconds. And you also can go to their website, parcelsafety.com. They've got full face masks. They've got like tons of stuff. 25% off using the code uh, mark25. Mark 25. Too bad we can't throw that up on yep. the screen. And when it's marked with a C, if you're listening and you don't know my name is spelled with a C, that's important. <laughs> Mark 25, we'll also put a link in this show's description. Mm -hmm. That link, what I found this morning, you click the link, 
and it automatically puts the coupon code in your cart when you go to checkout. Oh, that's cool. Which is kind of nice. Uh, this is from April 2nd today till April 16th is the, the range that you can the use. The day that after Mark's birthday. That's right. April 16th. Mark's a tax baby. That's right. I am. <coughs> Though they they push that. And I think, is it Vanderlist's birthday the 16th? I think I always so. think we have the same birthday, but I think we're separated by like a day. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you to Parcel Safety. These are fantastic. Yeah. We're going to pick a couple of winners here. Don't, don't type it more than once because I won't pick you. If you, you type it more than if once. If you're spamming, I won't you're pick you. Here. I won't pick you. Nicole's very, she's very picky with this stuff. <laughs> very picky with how she picks. You know, now that you mention it, Nicole, mm. this logo is horribly super, placed. super low and I just spit. Sorry. <laughs> it's under my boobies. I know. It's just not a good shirt placement. It's like it's right in the sternum. Come on, do better, CBS store. CBS, come on. People want them above the boobs. Give me a logo above the boob line. <laughs> I like how you're uh, delaying. <laughs> She's making crap up. I know, I know you are. I'm pretty good are. at delaying. All right, so I'm going to pick someone. Let's see. Bob Brewer Hobbies Bob is going to win one of these. Bob Brewer. By the way, we are not telling you which which one you're getting, no. right? There's no guarantees you're going to get one of these. Keep in mind, though, if you are, you know, a woodworker, this is going to be more useful. This can be used for fumes. This is good for finishing. It's also good for dust, right? Mm -hmm. So this is more of a all-in-one. Is it good for paint? It is good for paint, <laughs> <laughs> for the question we just had before. Uh, this is going to be more, you know, multi-use, right? Mm -hmm. This guy is just dust. This is just for dust. But as woodworkers... Sometimes you don't want this thing on your face all day long. This on your face all day long is more comfortable. So there's pros and cons to mm -hmm. both of these. So if you win one and you're a woodworker, you're going to be happy with either one of these. Ken Coyle, you also won one. Email me, Nicole. I'm uh, at the Wood Whisperer. Yeah, and also yeah. let me. Let it's me up also, to you to email me to, for me to get your address. <laughs> let me also like give you the, a little more background on this. So because the first one didn't fit, mm -hmm. I let them know. I said, it's just not fitting my face right. And they said, well, let's, let, maybe something was wrong with that one. Let me send you another one. They sent me the second one, and the fit was the same for me. Because you have a skinny face. Because I got that damn skinny head, Nicole. <laughs> I mean, they make full face masks, too. They do. Yeah. But I don't like those, yeah. personally. Yeah, yeah. So I approached them and said, look, you know, we do this live show. I feel bad. You guys sent me all this great stuff. I just can't use it. Um, can we give it away? Mm -hmm. And that's how we ended up on this, um, this, this giveaway for you there guys. You know. It's a good consolation for someone who invested. And they do, have, and they do have a full Amazon page. See? Look yeah, at that. They're, they're not messing around. They're not. So I added, look at that. That one's like a full face mask. Mm -hmm. Organic. Yeah, they're great. That's like. All right, did you pick all the winners? No, I got one more. Keep going. Let me pick one more. We got stuff to do. Tomorrow. I got stuff to do. <laughs> we got to close off scroll. the show. Let me scroll. Uh, Timothy Harris, you uh, won one as well. There you go. So, Timothy Harris, email me. No, How many more? That's it. I did okay, three. Okay, we're good? Yep. All right, so let's just uh, wrap this up. Thank you, Parcel Safety. We appreciate you guys uh, working with us, and we're uh, glad to put these in the hands of people who can actually use them. And uh, what else? We got a Thursday show next week. It'll be Thursday evening. Did we answer all of our questions? Well, it doesn't matter. The show's over, Nicole. Oh, is it? Yes. That's <laughs> how it works now. No, it doesn't. We just got time. <clears throat> I'm. Uh. <laughs> if you want to do the ending of the show, that's all right. perfectly okay. fine. Okay, I'll do the ending of the show. Let me finish typing what I'm typing. Um, because we have more questions. And we do have an after show. 
answer Sam. Sam says. He goes. What is the dumbest mistake you have recently made? Yesterday, I forgot to lock my router in place before doing a bunch of sliding dovetail dados. Trying to end the show on time <laughs> might have been my dumbest mistake and most recent. No, you were ending early. What is the a mistake that I made in the shop? Like yeah. a dumb, 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 stupid head mistake? Yeah. Hmm. John would probably remember better than me. Yeah. What, what 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 did we screw up, John? <laughs> we had to screw up something. Oh, well, you know what? This is relevant to what we were talking about before, the C-table. Uh, um, yeah. During the build on the C-table. Oh, right. You had a bust. While they were filming, I busted one of the tops apart, which told me how important it is that those little fingers not be snug when they go into those things because the, the way I cut it, the, the uh, joints are actually going with the grain. So it's very easy. If you have a wedge-shaped finger going into that little slot, pops it right apart, and I busted the top. Thankfully, I thought ahead, and I knew that things like that might happen, and we only had four days to film. I had backup. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is what happens when you mix <laughs> coffee and talking. It just comes out sometimes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I had backups, and I was able to finish the project um, and not have any uh, delays in the filming. So that was my big, my big blunder recently. There you go. Oh, you know what? Here's a stupid mistake. <laughs> Hey. Got another one. Now, now we're talking about stupidity. Nah, here, here we go. Oh, man, I'm all fired up. So we have a TV in our living room that has HDMI oh, yeah. cables run to it. There's four of them that run through the wall, and it's about maybe eight feet over. There's a you know built-in uh, where those HDMI cables come out. So one of them had gotten like bent. The end of the cable got bent, and the, they were older cables, so I needed to replace them anyway at some point. So I'm like, this is not the project I wanted today, but I will take this on. You know what I'm really bad at? Fishing cables through walls. You are. It is something I am no good at. <laughs> and I spent hours trying to get these and I had like I pulled them through and I just I don't want your tips. I know there's I know all the tricks. I'm just oh. terrible at them. Yeah. <laughs> but I did manage to get the cables through. My bonehead mistake though was pulling the HDMI cables through mm -hmm. without using those existing cables to pull the new ones through. Mm -hmm. Nicole. Oh, no. And what I did was I pulled each one through and then replaced it with a string, a very weak string. I had, I didn't, you, he just said, do you have string? I go, yeah, I have some string right here. I didn't know you needed strong string. I could have given you more like. I didn't need strong string. I could have just linked the new cable to the old one and yanked that yeah, sucker through and true. it probably would have been fine. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, I was an idiot. So Someone did bring up um, when you smashed your headphones. That yeah, was... but that wasn't... I, I guess I, I was interpreting like this as a stupid mistake. Like yeah. I screwed something up. Um, that was a bearing problem. Oh, that yeah. Screwed that wasn't, up. It wasn't your problem. And then I smashed the headphones, which then is a stupid thing to do. <laughs> can I end the show now, Nicole? Sure, you can, you can end the show. Hey. Hey, if you are a Patreon supporter or... Says, thank you all for the 30 subs. That's cute. Yeah, thank you everybody who subscribed yeah. to Pizza Bite on YouTube. Uh, he appreciates those he subs. Really and he's going to come home and be like, can I make a new video? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, anyways. So anyway, if you are a YouTube member or a Patreon supporter, Sorry. we're going to head on over to the after show and talk about other things. Scott, not, just, not just woodworking. Scott Reichinger, title suggestion. I don't want your tips. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Dude, that's perfect. And that's the one we're going to use. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do the after show now. Mm-hmm. And uh, those of you who are uh, whatever members to, to go see that, Nicole's going to put the link in there and you I'll can put go the, see that. I'll put the Patreon post up. It's easy enough if you're on YouTube to go to the community tab and click on the link there. Yeah, maybe we'll talk more about HDMI. <laughs> That's exciting, right? Oh, that's so exciting. And thank you to Parcel Safety yeah, thanks, for Parcel. Um, sponsoring a part of the show. And I will go uh, quickly disinfect these things for you guys. <laughs> we will. We so promise. So get all my mouth germs on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Again, we'll see you Thursday of next week in the evening time. What, 6.30 our time? 6.30 our time. Mountain time. So that would be 8.30 Eastern. 8.30 Eastern and 7.30 we don't Pacific? Have, just get a clock. No. 5.30 Pacific? On your phone. Yeah, 5.30 Usually Pacific. Usually you can put multiple times up. Yeah, something like that. You guys know what we're talking about. All right. Have a great... Oh, yeah. Easter. Happy and Easter. And have a great Easter. Yep. Okay. See you, guys. Bye. Bye.